0: you know anytime something doesn't go your way like learn from that like don't take it as a loss. Guys, what's up? welcome to the new era podcast if this is your first time tuning in welcome if this is not your first time tuning in welcome back i am your host new era and before we get started on today's episode i do want to let you guys know that the official website for the new era podcast is now up you could find that at thenewerappodcast.com feel free to check that out to know the latest updates on podcast things and official merch i do want to mention that When the merch items are posted on there on the website, that means I do have them ready to be shipped. It was very important for me to have like the physical product to make sure all the customers get like the best experience when it comes down to that. Um, I'm currently not doing any pre-orders at the moment. I did do a soft launch, I think, over like a month ago, and, and I was blessed to have them sell out. But I do have new colors of the hats coming very, very soon. So just be on the lookout for that now that i got that out of the way let's get started on today's episode my guest goes by the name of sarah santos she is a talent agent out in los angeles what's up sarah
1: hey hey everyone thank you so much for having me on the pac- uh, podcast i'm super excited thank you for doing this i know you're a busy woman oh no no of course i would for sure make the time uh to to join you so i really appreciate you reaching out and i'm super excited
0: Um, Me too. I'm super, super excited. So I want to talk to the listeners first and initially on how we met because I met you while you were working, actually.
1: Yes. Yes, you did. (laughs) So
0: how did that happen?
1: Oh, I mean, I could I guess I'll go back to like the very beginning of that. So that situation basically is surrounding uh, Patience Foster, who for those who are not familiar who that is, it's uh, Cardi B's publicist. I've been following her for quite some time, Uh, right when Cardi was really popping off. I just was really curious as to who was behind the scenes and who was, you know, involved uh, in her career and her success and found out that Patience was her publicist and followed her on Instagram. You know, I slid in the DMs here and there (laughs) and, um, you know, hadn't gotten lucky enough Uh, to have received a response um, but knew at some point that you know I'd be able to you know work with her and get her attention and she at the time this was last year um, around that time she started to do a cream talk tour where she was traveling to a few different cities and um, you know chatting and you know discussing her success etc and then i had also found out that she was going to be at BeautyCon, uh, which is a huge um, annual convention or they have a few i know that they have one in new york as well um, and that she was going to be a moderator for a panel uh, and i was going to be there as well with a few clients so i kind of took a leap of faith and uh, decided to email her directly and sent over my resume and let her know like who i was and what was that about and um, you know, that I wanted to work with her, you know, if possible, you know, just help her and assist her throughout that weekend and then hopefully be a part of cream talk as well. And, um, surprisingly her assistant contacted me and yeah, it was, you know, started off with BeautyCon. It was phenomenal. It was a phenomenal three days. Uh, I was literally her right hand, um, you know, got to meet a whole bunch of people and then we went straight into the cream talk uh which happened um the name of the restaurant escapes me but the nice guy uh, yes the <laughs> nice guy
2: <laughs>
1: and uh i remember that being a pretty stressful day for me i don't know about you but i was running around and um doing last minute prep and just trying to make sure everything was good to go for you guys uh so yeah that was where we mm-hmm. met which is which is crazy
0: yeah, that was crazy. It was, you know, the um, that day was a hectic day, but I remember seeing you like in a work mode and I was like, whoa, like that's, that's crazy. Like I've never really been in LA and seeing like that really happen. I've I've gone to a few events here and there, but I never seen someone like in action and stuff like that. So for the listeners that like don't know what you do, so you're a talent agent. So what exactly does that mean?
1: So currently uh, my position. So I work with a agency out here in LA. uh, It's called Gush Cloud. Uh, They originally started out in Southeast Asia, but they've been in uh, the States for about four years now. And I specifically work with influencers uh, and then specifying in uh, Latin and uh, people of color. So I really like working with diverse talent. Uh, I enjoy having those conversations with you know, brands. So basically, day in and day out, I'm doing negotiations, implementing brands in their YouTube channels, Instagram pages, you know, sponsored, you know, hashtag ad. That's uh, basically what I'm doing. And then, um, you know, just helping them develop all around, you know, depending on what their long term goals are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, that's basically what I get to do on a day to day basis.
0: Yeah, so you work a lot with like, um, influencer
1: marketing, right? Or is that exactly what you do or? Yeah. So I, um, I guess, uh, if, if it's okay, I can kind of dive into like how I kind of got into it, but I, I've been in LA since 2016 and I started off at studio 71, which is a multi-channel network, basically where they like service to YouTubers. So they provide, you know, merchandising opportunities or helping with optimization and analytics, Mm -hmm. uh, brand deals, um, collaborations events like red carpets etc just kind of like you know overall just kind of like developing you know a, a brand around these people mm-hmm. um so that's kind of how I like dived in and that is uh basically what I'm doing uh currently just a little bit more so towards a uh, gear towards the brand side okay. so I'm doing a lot more of brand deals uh currently
0: okay and what, cause it, um, that field with like the influencer marketing, that's a very new thing compared to like the traditional style, right? Like,
1: what- Oh, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like, you know, a lot of people are still really unaware that, you know, people that are, you know, posting, you know, on YouTube or posting on Instagram or like making TikTok videos that like people are actually like making, you know, a living, you know, off of doing these videos and creating this content Mm -hmm. to post online you know a lot of people are making six figures uh monthly you Mm -hmm. know so it's it's a pretty interesting and very quickly developed uh marketing uh tactic that you know companies are starting to utilize because they know people are you know watching certain you know influencers and you know their word is it holds a lot of power you know it's not just celebrities it's you know people who are in you know different verticals like skincare mm-hmm. or you know reaction channels with like music or you know tech experts and things like that
0: right definitely and it's true though like you don't really like see like the impact it has on the on the market until like you're i see and i watch quite a few different like youtube videos And it's crazy to to see how much like we look look, we look for them for entertainment, really. But like we don't realize like it's actual marketing, which is a great thing because you get to see so many different like is it perspectives of, of things like just opposed to like the traditional, you know, that used to be like just commercials. You know, like nowadays we have so many different, you know, platforms where people could
1: could have that, you know. Oh, for sure. I mean, I think that just because it's like the most recent example um and i don't have like everyone's names but there is a specific video there's a gentleman that's gone viral on like tiktok and stuff I'm, i don't know if you saw he's like skateboarding and he has like the cranberry juice the ocean spray cranberry juice in right. his hand and He's like listening to fleetwood mac and then um one of the fleetwood mac artists uh ended up making a video like reacting to that like doing the exact same thing and then the I think it was like the CEO of Ocean Spray did it. So like mm-hmm. that's just like the power of you know what social media can do, you know how this like person was able to create that video and it ended up getting in the hands of the CEO of Ocean Spray and like they ended up like giving him a truck and like a whole bunch of other you know things, mm-hmm. you know. Ended up happening based off that one video that he posted just yeah. because. So it's it's pretty crazy how impactful it can be and how quickly it can travel.
0: That's very true. And even like, you know, for for instance, I did see that video that you were talking about. And, you know, he wasn't necessarily like an influencer and that happened, you know, like. So I think do where do you think it could happen to literally anyone or does it only happen to like influencers?
1: Oh, no, I think that I think that like if there's I mean, it's happened on every platform, you know, like it can happen on Facebook. It can happen on YouTube. I feel like there's been a lot more viral moments since TikTok has happened just because, People have tend to people tend to enjoy short form content, mm-hmm. you know, like at, like anything from like, you know, a minute, two minutes, things like that, because it's instant gratification. Right. Like you instantly, you know, you instantly get the storyline, you instantly find out, you know, you get the climax of the storyline and you find out how the happily ever after and things like that. So mm-hmm. I feel like platforms like TikTok, of course, have done really well because it's like this quick short form content that people can scroll through and yeah Mm -hmm.
0: so yeah and that's true though like you'll see especially like i'm pretty active on twitter but anytime i see a video on twitter like that one for for instance the one we're talking about with the skateboarding like the guy with the ocean spray bottle like that one on twitter alone was had like over like five million like views just on one account and i'm like how this is crazy like but yeah what is like what would you say are like some challenges you deal with 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 the work that you do
1: um I think that it's it's all like I feel like it's the, the one thing that's the most common it can be and and can happen in any like industry it's just communication you know what I mean like mm-hmm. I have to facilitate you know several different conversations with you know several different people and it's just like maintaining the balance I think that that's the hardest thing mm-hmm. it's just sure that i'm like in constant communication with my clients and that you know i'm constantly vouching for them and that i'm constantly like having these conversations with these brands as to like why they need these type of people like why they need people in the you know the latin community the black community the lgbtq plus community you know um it's constantly just like making sure those conversations are happening and um making you know just yeah just making sure that you know there's inclusivity and everything Mm
2: -hmm. um
1: and then, yeah, I mean, just staying organized, you know, kind of like it's, it's very like to the basics of like, yeah, um, of, you know, any industry, just making sure like I'm staying organized and that communication is like 110%, mm-hmm. as well as like transparency, just because I am a very honest person. And um, I, I feel like that has gotten me this far because I am very transparent. Mm -hmm. and uh grace under pressure like i've had i've been put in some pretty interesting situations you know Mm -hmm. and just like maintaining my cool and just like maintaining my cool for like for everyone there you know what i mean just like not panicking and just like making sure everything goes 110 percent
0: right that's true and so have and now now that like we've talked about like you know that have you like always known you wanted to do this or did you did this just kind of happen
1: um, I knew, like, if I were to think back, like, as a kid, I definitely, uh, I wanted to be a singer. Uh, mm-hmm. I always like I always was involved in like music or just entertainment in general. I actually I played the cello uh, throughout grade school. So over 10 years,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: then I was in chorus. So I like sang and then, um, yeah, I kind of knew I wanted to be in entertainment. I think I think uh, originally, like, you know, the, the dream was to be. On stage, you know, in the front, you know, the forefront. But I learned very quickly that that's not really like what I really wanted to do. I actually really enjoy being behind the scenes and like being a part of like the development and growth. And I think that I that came into realization when I like went to college and was like in school for business and like the hyper focus was entertainment business. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't, I at the time when I was in college, I thought that I was going to do like artist management more so. Mm-hmm. Um, but becoming an agent definitely uh, became more realistic as I um, started working with influencers, okay. kind of like going that direction. Mm-hmm. And- yeah, so I'm, I'm very. I think that I guess based off of like my degree, like because I do have like an entertainment business degree, and like being in that field, like legitly, um, I'm like very thankful. And you know, yeah, like I somehow made it happen to all these years, even from like my childhood to be in entertainment.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: And the, you know, you said that you're working out in LA right now, right?
1: Yes. Yes. Uh, I where, am in- where are
0: you originally from?
1: I was uh, born and raised in Arlington, Virginia, which uh, is just outside Washington, DC. So I lived there all my life uh, up until college where I moved out to Florida Uh, I was in school out there for about two years. And then I didn't really have any ties anywhere. Like, I just I knew I didn't want to go back home. Uh, And as much as I love DC, like, don't get me wrong, like, I love the DMV area. I uh, rant and rave. (laughs) and I go as often (laughs) as I can. Um, But because like, I was so set in stone with entertainment, I just knew I couldn't be there. So I just had to go to the places that made sense.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but even after college, I ended up, I ended up in Denver, <laughs> mm-hmm. which, um, was, was not originally planned, but I, I, that was another place that I've always wanted to live. And I love Denver as well. I do visit quite often mm-hmm. and, um, I was in business there. So I was doing like social media and like marketing, mm-hmm. um, but it wasn't with influencers. So it was very, it was very, uh, like corporate based. Okay. Um, type of situations. And then I randomly ended up getting hired at Zillow, uh, which is the real estate marketplace. Most people, um, you know, go on there to, you know, search for, you know, houses and places to rent and et cetera. Mm-hmm. And, um, I always vouch about that company. I loved working for them. It was a phenomenal experience. And um, even though I worked for them, I just knew, um, I just knew that I needed to find a way to kind of tap back into the entertainment industry. Mm mm-hmm. Uh, and that's how I ended up out in LA. I contacted a friend and she was working. Um, she was working at CS 71 at the MCN and, um, I got wrapped up. Uh, I got wrapped up there because of her, thankfully.
0: (laughs) And how did you like, from, how did you feel when you first moved to LA? Did you
1: Was it everything you expected it to be? Oh my gosh. It was pretty chaotic. Uh, to be honest, I feel like the whole, like, just like moving out here it was very quick it was very quick like very like meant to meant to be right i feel like i came to visit california for the first time and i knew i knew right then that like i was going to be mo- moving out a- out here i think it took like 4 months mm-hmm. it was something like that from like the first time i ever came to california to like moving here <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: it was a good 4 month transition
2: yeah um
1: but yes i was in you know working at Zillow and you know as much as I loved working for the company I just knew I had to find a way to get into entertainment and after visiting I contacted my friend again and I was like what is it that you do like what are you doing again and she kind of explained it and she had also informed me that at the time they were looking to uh, develop a different division that I could have been a good fit for and um, I you know went ahead and applied and Had the interview and waited a very long time. I remember I just at that point, I just was kind of like, this isn't going to happen. And then it happened and I had to be up and running in the office. My first day was literally like two weeks after. And at the time I wasn't in Cali, I was still in Denver. So I had to just like make a very quick shift and move out here and had no idea where I was going to live. Like I had no idea about anything about L.A. Like I didn't know about any cities. I didn't know like mm-hmm. I don't think I realized how big, you know, how big it is. Yeah. Um, so like I I I first moved into Koreatown, which I love, but it was just like, you know, having a car, it's just impossible to park down there.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh yeah, very quick transition into LA and I've been here for almost four years. It'll be four years on Halloween. Hey. Um and I just don't see myself really going anywhere anytime soon yeah
0: yeah definitely yeah no one thing that sucks about LA is the parking for sure
1: I oh just, my gosh like I just feel like they are it just they just were were never anticipating this many people to live in this county like, yeah.
0: you know the thing oh money, my gosh no plan.
1: parking
0: I mean I've always known it sucked in like bigger cities you know but I just actually recently went to LA and I remember I went to my friend oh yeah you know I'm on my way and I got to her place and I think I'm, without even exaggerating I think I spent like literally like 45 minutes trying to park and there was no place open and I'm like I called her I'm like I don't know what I'm doing like I yeah. couldn't even parallel park to save my life but yeah parking in an alley sucks the but-
1: worst for me I think is like the like this is the only city I've ever seen where they have like the colored um what's it called the uh, the sides like where it's like red yellow and white mm-hmm. and oh yeah like, the- the curves are co- like have different colors, mm-hmm. so I had no idea about that. So I was sitting there like stopping in like the red parts, and like you're not supposed to stop there at all. Mm-hmm. And like I got a mean old ticket
2: for yeah. stopping there.
1: Yeah. Um. So yeah, I definitely learned very quickly out here that they mm-hmm. do not play, um, when it comes to that. <laughs> yeah, for
0: sure. And so when you started like working in L. A., like, did you? when you initially got there and you took on the job, did, was it hard for you or did you
1: adapt pretty easily? I think that like the excitement, Mm -hmm. (laughs) my adrenaline was like on a thousand for like the first few weeks. Like I remember I was just so excited and I, I learned fairly quickly and I jumped on like, you know, fairly quickly and i remember i was so excited that you know that first uh that winter break that i I was even going into the office like i was just working like i was just so i just dived in you know just ran just Mm -hmm. went for it um and yeah i think that i adapted pretty quickly i was even like you know with the social aspect going out and networking and meeting people in the industry and yeah, I feel like I I'm still like even like 4 years later, I like kind of like look back to like where I was um then and like where I am now and like I feel like I I've, I've never really stopped. Like I just like kept it pushing like no matter what barrier came in my direction. Mm-hmm. Um and I I feel like I'm still learning like this like I said like the city's so big. There's so many different types of people, so many different types of people that I've moved here and like even like with the locals and things like that. I feel like I'm constantly learning. And growing in this city.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And you touched based on something that I, I want to talk about, about um, like, Mark, um, socializing and like trying to get to know more people. Are you more? Are you like more of the outgoing person? Or are you more shy?
1: I feel like I'm a good mix of both. I have my moments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I feel like I am definitely a very social person. I've definitely have been able to put myself in some pretty interesting situations from just like just like opening my mouth. You know what I mean? Like you just never know what can happen.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, you know, you never know who you'll meet or who you'll run into or like who you may interact with. And so I I'm I'm a firm believer that like it's it's definitely one thing that has always like has been an essence and and something that I've heard like even through college, it's like definitely who you know. Like you have to You have to engage with people, Mm -hmm. you know, like communication is key in everything. You know what I mean? It's a it's an ingredient in every type of situation. Mm -hmm. And so, like, you have to learn how to communicate and, you know, socialize. And that's definitely a huge aspect of this industry and being Mm -hmm. able to do that. People will plug you into into things that you'd never, like, know Mm -hmm. that, like, you know, you're you know, they'll utter your name in rooms that you never would have ever anticipated.
0: Right. That's true. And that's very, very true. Like just even going to like a, a coffee shop or anywhere, you know, um, in not just L.A., but like anywhere in general, because you just like never know who you're going to meet, you know,
1: for sure. Like, I mean, I've had I've had some, you know, some pretty interesting encounters of people that, you know, I never would have thought that I've met, like, you know, people like patients, for example, Mm-hmm. um you know meeting her and like meeting you you know what you know what I mean mm-hmm. I would have never been doing this podcast if you know if I wouldn't have taken that leap of faith of talking to uh to you know reaching out to patients yeah for
0: sure that I always look at any time I'm like in a, a situation that I like thought you know would like never happen I always look at like the steps that took me to get there like oh if I would have never met this person this would have never happened and like it just it's just like a, a whole like situation that I think of like damn that is just so important to for, for for one I always like let people know just to always be kind to people in general just just off the rib just to be nice to people but you honestly you just never know like even even in like for the content creators like you just never know who's watching like we were talking about you know the guy with in the skateboard that went viral like you never know like he was just posting just a post you know and like
1: exactly yeah
0: you just like never know who's you know who's paying attention and and like one thing that's like very important is like how you said, you know, being sociable, obviously not everyone is as outgoing as the next person or some people are more shy and that's completely understandable. But uh, sometimes you have to
1: um, get out of your comfort zone, you know? Oh, definitely. I feel like, I mean, I feel like that's uh, like what the internet has done. You know what I mean? Like people that would have never done things like that, in, you know, I don't know, like, just are able to, I mean, there is obviously the negatives of that, but, um, yeah, I feel like, you know, I I can be a hermit sometimes, like, I can be, you know, in a place where I just, like, need to be, like, have solidarity, mm-hmm. um, but I feel like for sure that communication and just being social is, like, such a huge, important aspect, um, and it's not for everyone, yeah. um, but, like for for what I do it's like a key ingredient
0: (laughs) yeah definitely and that's that's very important because you know one thing I always always like to say and like tell my friends tell anyone that I know is like what's for you will literally always be for you like no one could take that away like only you have control over that you know
1: that's for sure I'm a firm believer in that
0: and I had a you know I wanted to ask, because, you know, when you did take the the step to like move to L.A. and you took that job, like, did you ever feel like you wanted to quit at any point?
1: I mean, uh, I feel like so uh, when I was at the MCN at Studio 71, there was a point in time where I did end up leaving the company. And when that happened, uh, I ended up being self-employed for about three years. So from like 2017 up until this year, actually. Um, I worked for myself and like, I honestly can't tell you the amount of times that it, it like crossed my mind just because, um, you know, finances got tight or opportunities weren't coming in quick enough or, you know, like, you know, I'd lose a client or, you know, I, you know, have too much going on at the same time and had a difficult time, you know, just programming and scheduling, you know, things happen, you know, we're human. Mm -hmm. Um. But, yeah, you know, I had my moments. I, You know, I wouldn't call them moments of weakness, but definitely moments where I question, like, am I, am I serving my purpose? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Like, am I helping? Am I really helping these people do better and be better? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's, like, the ultimate thing. Like, as long as you're doing your purpose, as long as you're f- fulfilling that, then you're not doing anything. You're not doing anything wrong. You're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. And you're exactly in the phase, you know, of where you're at. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: That's true.
1: So I, I definitely, I always lead like every conversation that I have, like when I'm meeting new people or specifically when I'm meeting new clients, I always ask like, you know, what's, what's the purpose? Like, what's the whole point of like, why you're doing what you're doing? Mm -hmm. Um, Because that was the That was a question that someone had actually asked me, like, why, why do you want to be in this industry? That was a question that was asked to me when I had um, been self-employed and I was starting to question, like, question things like, do I need to be doing something else or like, do I need to just like leave L.A.? Like, can I really continue to afford it? Like, Mm -hmm. um, but. I've always fulfilled my purpose. And even in moments where I felt like I wasn't financially safe, like something would pop up, something would end up falling in my lap or, you know, an opportunity would strike up. You know what I mean? Like literally confirming that I'm exactly where I need to be doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. Even though it feels a little bit tight, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. I still made it through and I still made it happen Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, I'm, I'm still fulfilling my purpose right and that's how people do better and be better
0: yeah that's very true like you have
1: to you have to trust the process for sure oh mm-hmm. this is not like it's like it's honestly been one of the most difficult you know you know what i mean but like most difficult but most fulfilling things i've ever done
2: mm-hmm. is
1: is being able to like keep going yeah <laughs> yeah that's true what
0: would you say was one of like your most memorable experiences while working
1: um oh man that's a tough one honestly i always go back to um i think i always go back to the you know the opportunity with patience mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> i feel like because i i had like really like manifested that i yeah. like you know i'm i am such a fan of hers of like the work that she's done and like how she moves and i you know i had followed her for so long and i really told myself and like even like friends like my friends could vouch on this that i was like i i am gonna meet her like i'm gonna find a way to work with her and like you know i still to this day say that you know i've done a few projects with her like i said like beauty con and um her cream talk but i'm i'm more than certain that in the near future that you know i'll be able to work with her once again Mm -hmm. and um Yeah, I feel like that was pretty memorable. And the fact that I was able to, you know, start up my own agency, like when I was self-employed, like after leaving um, Studio 71, I feel like, you know, being able to be self-employed in a place like you know, California to begin with Mm -hmm. it being as expensive as it is and being able to, you know, survive and thrive,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: um, is a huge accomplishment in itself. Um, you know, and I was at, and like I said, you know, of course I had to make sacrifices and, you know, but I was still doing exactly what I you know, came to LA to do. And it was, and I was still working with influencers and I ended up building relationships with, you know, huge, massive influencers that I would have never like thought that I'd work with, you know, who, who, who genuinely trusted me and the work that I did. And, you know, I helped them develop their YouTube channels or helped them, you know, you know, make sure that they were, you know, developing their Facebook pages at the time and, you know, cross promoting and making sure they had accounts on TikTok, you know, you know, things like mm. that. And, um, with content and optimizing and, you know, tours, you know, you know, merchandising, mm-hmm. uh, collab being, you know, I still was doing everything that I was initially doing at the company, but on my own.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: and I learned a lot doing it on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, you know, being a talent agent with Gush Cloud, um, I definitely feel like it prepared me for that. It prepared me for the workload. The one aspect that I was missing the most was being a part of a team. Um, just wanting to just be yeah just you know being a part of a team and just having other people's opinions and uh really being able to collaborate in that sense that was the one thing that i missed the most when i was when i was self-employed and so that kind of like fueled me to uh look into other opportunities and being a part of a company again and the opportunity with gush cloud uh presented itself and i you know, went in and, you know, gave them my experience and let them know that I was working for myself with influencers for the last three years and, you know, showed them like what type of, you know, opportunities that I was a part of and, and yeah, and now I'm a part of Gush Cloud and working with about 19 clients Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I enjoy it very much. I have a great team and I love working, working for the company and I'm really excited, you know, to be able to help them develop and be more diverse and inclusive.
0: Yeah. And that's great to hear, too, because, you know, when it comes down to people that like want to get into like any industry in general, but, you know, a lot of people don't want to work in teams or don't want to be a part of, you know, uh, like a team effort type thing. And, you know, the fact that, you know, you were saying, you know, you feel really good working, you know, especially with where you work at now, um, because it also like allows you to like grow and just learn so many different things, you know.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, I feel like in the last six months that I've been working for the company, I've expanded, like, six times. Like, mm-hmm. I like my contact list has expanded, my networking, even though we've been in the middle of a pandemic. And, you know, I'm very thankful for that. I literally got hired on March 1st mm-hmm. um, I've been with the company right when the pandemic started. And I'm extremely thankful for, for that. I would have, you know, never anticipated to be that, you know, be that lucky. Cause mm-hmm. I know that not many people were that fortunate, mm-hmm. um, you know, and so I'm very thankful for that and that they gave me the opportunity and I've, you know, I've been able to expand even though I have not been able to do the like typical, you know, stepping out and meeting with people mm-hmm. and you know, meetings and things like that. Yeah. Um, it has all become like building relationships online and virtually and you know, doing Zooms and like, you know, FaceTimes and you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, to be able to like develop a roster like with my clients and things like that over FaceTime and them actually you know, them trusting me like you know it it takes a lot and i'm and i'm extremely thankful
0: yeah that's very true and you touched base a little bit earlier on like manifesting and i want to talk about that cuz i'm a firm believer in like the law of attraction and all that fun stuff so do you think manifesting
1: has helped your career in any way yeah i absolutely believe that i'm you know i think you know i'm i'm one of those people that you know creates a mood board you know i'm i write things down i i do affirmations um you got to you have to be nice to yourself you know what i mean like it begins with that you know mm-hmm. you have to be nice to yourself you have to remind yourself like what you're capable of and you know the fact that you've been able to do so much you know as you know waking up every morning and you know being able to move and do things yeah um I always, you know, I always breathe life into myself and the people around me. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think that's very important, you know, to elevate, mm-hmm. um, elevate and then elevate those around you. That's why it all come, It all it all links back into communication, mm-hmm. you know, whether it be communicating with yourself, you know, whatever your inner thoughts are. You, you just got to be nice to yourself Yeah, and you got to believe in yourself and. Um, like I said like even even though like there has been hard times I've always been able to find the light in the hard times and told myself like I'm a you know I'm gonna pull through this I'm gonna be able to do this I'll be able to pay that bill I'll be able to do that load of laundry I'll be able to put you know this amount of gas in my tank you know for me to get to this place so I can do that like it's, it's just, you know, I'm going to do this. You know, it's not I can't or I won't. It's I will and I am mm-hmm. and I can. Right. You know, so it's it's just you got to speak life to your, into yourself. Yeah, for
0: sure. Yeah, you know, the, your thoughts become things, you know, like you have to be able to, you know, if you want positivity, you know, you, you got to think it. You can't have, like, any ounce of resistance because if you do, that shit's going to, you know, I think, like people downplay so much on like their thoughts and i think they don't realize like how how much that could change or shift their day like the like for instance like the other day i was having like literally the worst day and then in the evening like towards the end of the day it got like like a million times better and i remember i was like thinking like damn like no matter at what point in your day like no matter how shitty it could be it's never too late for that shit to turn around like ever and like it just made me think so much shit because like no matter what we're doing and what especially right now we're in a fucking pandemic you
1: know (laughs) like we're absolutely yeah but for sure I feel like especially during this time you know what I mean like you know because we're in a pandemic because there's so much going on like it's okay like for you to sleep that extra hour you know what I mean it's okay for you to like you know, have a few extra chips, you know, oh, okay, like, you know, you gain a little bit of weight, like, it's okay, like, there's just way too much going on Mm -hmm. right now, you know, right now in the world, like, we have so much to juggle, like, there's already so much that we had to juggle, and now we have to think about, like, literally surviving and making sure that our family members survive and things like that, and our kids and Mm -hmm. etc., you know, there's just always way too much going on, and so you just... Like I said it all it all goes back to being nice to yourself. Mm-hmm. It ties into that for
2: sure,
0: yeah, and one thing i I wanted to ask too is like, how are you able to balance like your work and your personal life, like even on a an emotional
1: level? Oh my gosh, honestly, like I feel like. That's, it's, it's hard. You know what I mean? Like if I were to, you know, I am a very transparent person, you know, I have a lot going on, um, you know, just with myself, you know, I actually like I, it's me. I take care of my parents. My parents are retired. So I'm balancing my bills. I take care of their bills. And, um, you know, then I have to think about my career. Cause you know, I have, you know, I have things that I want to do and I, and, you know, places I see myself and, you know, you know, it's, 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 it's hard, but I feel like, um, the one thing that has helped a lot is that I'm always a very open person. Like if I feel like I can't handle things, I let it be known. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Um, if I feel like I need to take a break, I take it. Um, I do not hesitate to take, like, take a quick flight somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know what I mean? Like if I just need to like, get away, um, and just take time for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, i communicate i feel like i said like it's just letting people know that like i just need some time for myself or um something that i've you know i feel like i don't know i feel like at least in my household something that was always difficult to to discuss is like therapy Mm -hmm. and i'm i'm a huge advocate for people to do therapy i don't think that there should be any shame of that you're not crazy it's not Anything along those lines. Sometimes you really need someone that's from the outside looking in.
2: Mm-hmm. You know what
1: I mean. Sometimes it can't be your parents. Sometimes it can't be your friends. Sometimes it can't be your significant other. It literally has to be someone who does not know you and who does who doesn't interact with you on a regular basis, so that they can give you a clear thought or idea, or you know, just another way of thinking how to resolve things.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, you know, I definitely have like a quick little thirty minute. You know, therapy session every now and then, just so I can kind of like get some clarity on stuff, and it helps a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been doing it for almost a year, and it's great.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Making you know, making time for self care is very, very important.
1: I think um, that, that look, it looks different for everybody. Like, it could be a bath, it could be a bubble bath, it could be, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, but yeah. I for sure recommend it for anyone who has ever thought about doing it even doing it with the, your spouse or with your parents you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh, anything along those lines yeah um i definitely recommend it
0: yeah you um you mentioned well like how you mentioned about communication like that shit's very important in every aspect of your life whether it's work personal relationship communication is the biggest fucking thing
1: for sure and for- i
0: I've had to get, like, used to, like, getting better at it with, like, within the past couple years, because I'm just, sometimes I'm just, like, low-key, and I, like, hate communicating with people, but I realize now, like, oh, shit, that's the better route. Like, just communicating with
1: people in general about shit. But, oh, yeah. Like, you just, sometimes you just gotta bite it. You you just gotta bite the butt and just do it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, don't get me wrong. I have my moments. I'm like, damn, I do not want to do this. Like, yeah but yeah. it's it's so necessary it's so important Mm -hmm. you know especially when there's someone else involved you know what I mean like it's just like making sure that you know communication is 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 key
0: yeah and you um brought up your parents a little bit I just um and I wanted to talk about that what do they think about what you do do they think it's something different or do they kind of know about
1: it oh man (laughs) So with my parents, so I'm a, I'm first generation American. So my, uh, my mother is Brazilian and my father is Portuguese and, um, you know, I don't feel like entertainment was ever something they kind of like saw in the cards. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They were pretty traditional, you know what I mean? Like, you know, live in the American dream, like come out here and like raise a family and like have children that are going to be doctors and lawyers and, you know, I, I think that that's a beautiful thing and, you know, it just didn't happen with me. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) And, um, you know, I ended up wanting to do entertainment and I do remember uh, a specific conversation when I kind of like talked to like sat my parents down and like told them that, um, specifically like going to college, you know, like leaving DC and going to Florida to go to college Mm -hmm. and, um, that was what they didn't understand. Mm -hmm. Like, why go to Florida? You know what I mean? Like, why go there? Like, why couldn't I go to school in, you know, in DC? But the thing is, is like, I was going to school for a specific, you know, thing that was offered where I went. And, you know, I wasn't trying to leave or anything like that. I just, I just knew, like, for the purpose of my education that I had to be there. Mm -hmm. You know, I had to leave the nest, I needed to grow. Um, and go somewhere else and go to a place that made sense. And that's where it made sense. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, they had a hard time with it. I feel like they like, not my mom, um, definitely my dad. Cause my dad was more so like the traditional, like, you know, that's what he anticipated. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of ironic because he introduced me to my first instrument. So, <laughs> Yeah. He kind of like set me up like, because, mm-hmm. you know, music and everything and just being in, in that in that realm, you know, so he's like low key kind of to blame.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but my mom was cool. My mom was always fine with me doing, you know, what I thought made sense for myself. Um, my dad had a little bit of like, uh, OK. And like even now, like, you know, like I'll sit there and be like, oh, like, I set up an interview with Lizzo and they'll be like, oh, okay, cool. Like, but I tell my friends that and they're like totally different reaction. Or like, oh, like I have a, you know, I'm working on a deal with like, you know, this, you know, with this major company and they're like, oh, okay, cool. Like, that's cool. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. and you know, like, it's just very like they're still trying to understand like, I guess, like the uniqueness of it, I guess. <laughs> right. You know, that's
0: true though. Parents, like, they don't even like be knowing anything. Like, you'll tell them something, like, how you said with like work stuff. Like, and it could be the coolest shit to your friends, but like to my parents, it would be like, they're like, okay, well, who is that? What is, what does exactly, it? like, yep. yeah, it was, it was funny. I like had to explain to my mom recently, like, um, Uh, the type of she always asks what kind of guests i have on the podcast i just recently yeah told her and like she's like okay but what does that even mean like she has no idea like she's like like, first generation like just for sure
1: it's always like what's the purpose of it you know what i mean like you know what the purpose is they just (laughs) yeah (laughs) for sure that's like what the purpose of it is yes yeah but like It's it's nice. You know what I mean? Like, I like to be able to be like, oh, like I, you know, point at like a commercial on TV or something. If they're watching something, be like, I work with them or, Mm -hmm. you know, oh, I'm working on this with this company, you know, or like I'll point something out that we like, you know, even like a household product. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I can be like, oh, I've worked with them. You know, it's it's just like showing them and like showing them the projects that i've done and you know projects you know who my clients are and like Mm -hmm. i'll like show their videos sometimes and yeah just kind of like teaching them you know um i'm not gonna lie like i avoided my parents being on social media for like an extremely long time (laughs) yeah um but uh my dad is definitely not hip at all like he's just not about it he actually still has a flip phone um he refuses (laughs) to get a smartphone (laughs) Um, my mom, on the other hand, she has Facebook and uh, WhatsApp and I refuse to get her on Instagram. Um, <laughs> I refuse. Same. Um, and Twitter or anything like that. But yeah, she, you know, they're, they're like slowly, you know, getting into the game and mm-hmm. um, And it's fun. Like, you know, it's fun to, like, see them, like, understand and, like, pick up on it. Because, you know, we can't have conversations about what I'm doing at work now. And Mm. um, it's definitely developed. You know what I mean? Like, if they were, like, initial, like, they would have been, like, I don't know what you're doing. But, like, now they're definitely a lot more in tune. So Mm. it's been been nice. (laughs) Yeah. And that's great to
0: hear, you know, because I, like, the conversations that I have with my friends, like, a lot of them have, like, goals and have dreams of, like, doing other things that, but, like, a lot of them are, like, trying to deal with, like, pleasing their parents and, like, what the goals that their parents want them to have. And I think a lot of society deals with that because they want just to, you know, be what their parents want them to be. And, you know, I know it's hard for a lot of people. Luckily, I've been blessed to, like, on my route, I did it kind of, like, differently. Like, I didn't even tell my parents what the hell I was going to do. I just did it. And, like, for me, it was very important for me to, like just do shit on my own because like when i have because i have um like three other siblings and i'm the only girl right so anytime i would like do anything it would be very much like you know they're brothers so they're gonna be tough on you regardless you know what i mean so like um it was important for me just to say you know what like all right like i had to like make a list of you know the people's opinions that actually matter to me all right so and it was like my parents and my siblings and shit right so then I remember having this like conversation with myself about, all right, what is it that I want to fucking do? All right. And then I put that down on a list. And then um, I said, okay, if, if I were to sit down and have a conversation with each one of these people that their opinions matter to me, are they going to affect me in any type of way on achieving this goal? And and, and it's not no nothing neg- negative about them at all, but it's just, you know, opinions like they could affect a lot of shit in what you do, you know? So, like, when I told myself, you know what, how about, like, let me just do this shit low-key and then they'll hear about it through other people. And then when they ask me about it, then I'll let them know. So, yep. I did it that way and, it honestly, it worked out better for me because, like, <laughs> my dad's more of, like, don't talk to me about what you want to do. Just show me what you want to do because he's a businessman, yeah. you know, like, so he doesn't want to talk about shit you did or shit you, you know, not not doing no more. Like, yeah. no, 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 talk about what you're doing now. So um sure. but what tips would you give someone to like to have like if they're dealing with like goals that are because you know we mentioned of everyone has like different goals so it's okay if not everyone wants to be in the entertainment industry or if someone just wants to you know have a more low key career and
1: stuff like oh, that oh for sure yeah it's definitely not for everyone like you know what i mean like i i applaud you know our essential workers you know what i mean like I, you know, it's not like, you know, I, you know, worked in retail, I've worked in hospitality, I definitely know, you know, I definitely know the workload that comes with that. And I for sure applaud the people that do it and, you know, would never downplay anybody's work. I feel like every single person is extremely important in the role that they play, you know, our teachers, Mm -hmm. um, you know, who are extremely underpaid, Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, of anybody that, you know, like, caretakers, anybody that deals with children, you know, things like that, you know, I I applaud all those people, um, because it is not an easy task. Right. Uh, you know, so, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, what was the question? No, like,
0: I would, uh, my question was, like, what tips would you give someone to just basically, like, keep on going with their goals?
1: Oh, man, I mean, I think that just, yeah, I just, just don't stop, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I I always think back like I think back at the times that, you know, I had just, you know, graduated high school and I was just so naive and just thought like I just had, you know, so much power and, you know, <laughs> had the world at my fingertips. And um, I would have, you know, just I would have never pictured myself doing the things that I'm doing at this moment, mm. um, even like, you know, going to college, you know, just initially uh initially going to school and like getting my entertainment business degree and like having the idea of working in entertainment. Mm -hmm. Um, if I would have like known the, you know, the collaborations and the projects and the brands and the companies and the networking and the people that I've, you know, been able to build relationships with. And, you know, like I said, like rooms that my name has been mentioned in that I would have never in a million years. And, um, you know, I wouldn't have believed you. <laughs> mm. I feel like I would have been like, nah, like me, yeah, like, ain't no way I'm going to be working with, you know, fortune 500 companies and, you know, major artists and, you know, you know, Grammy nominated artists and, you know, influencers who have been able to, you know, make really major shifts in, in the industry and, um, you know, work on projects and, you know, things like that, that have really, have really, you know, have done crazy, mm. uh, you know, like i said crazy amounts of buzz and things like that so um i'm very fortunate i'm very thankful for like you know being you know being in this industry and doing what i'm doing
0: yeah and so what's next for you like what are some goals that you want to accomplish that you haven't yet
1: um i i think that i definitely the most important thing i think right now that i i think a lot about is just like making sure that i continue to educate myself as things you know things pop up and things like become anew, you know, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: um, I'm really big on reading. Um, I I'm constantly learning. Uh, so I think that right now, um, there's a few things, you know what I mean? Like what's next for me? Like, I feel like I have like my career goals and then I have like my personal goals, like with my career goals, I definitely see myself, you know, having, you know, bigger talent where I'm able to execute, you know, six figure deals. Like I've already been able to execute five figure deals. Mm -hmm. Um, and I would love to execute a six figure deal, um, Mm -hmm. for a client, um, things like that. And, you know, just really be able to be a part of like someone's like major, you know, major moments and being a part and being able to like execute that. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like I'm in a really great position with the company that I'm working for currently. And I definitely see myself growing within the company and I'm hoping for more responsibility and, you know, being able to, like I said, um, diversify, uh, you know, publications and what we see on a daily basis on social media Mm -hmm. um, and just really be a trailblazer for that. Yeah. Um, You know, I want to be on like, you know, 30 under 30,
2: you know, mm-hmm.
1: and things like that. And just really being able to, like, just make a difference. Yeah, um, Just be really be a trailblazer uh, and a disruptor uh, for my, you know, for my field.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah. then, like, for personal goals, like, yeah, you know, just like continue to continue the journey of, like, self-care and self-love and, you know, manifesting and affirming and being kind to myself and being kind to those around me and speaking life to those around me Mm -hmm. I feel like that's that's a constant that's a constant thing that I'll always develop because like so much good comes from that
0: yeah that's good though like it's good to have like those goals like you know where you have you know your career ones and your personal ones because I think this happens to a lot of us where we like sometimes we forget about our, you know, either our personal goals or our career goals. Sometimes we work on our personal ones and like we forget sometimes about like our dreams and
1: our goals that For sure and it's it's, all balance you know it's mm -hmm. all like one step at a time yeah for sure it's there's no it's you know nipsey said it best you know what i mean like it's not a race it's a marathon you know you just got to just keep it pushing Mm -hmm. that's you know it doesn't matter how slow you go how fast you go you just got to keep going that's That's
0: it yeah that's very true yeah they think that's you know one of the most important things too is you know as long as you genuinely want to do things and you have that like love for whatever it is, you know, you're gonna you're gonna do great. You know, you're gonna learn so many amazing things. You're gonna strive is just, you know, stepping outside of your comfort zone. And how you said earlier, you know, you took the leap of faith many times and like you got shit done many, many times where sometimes you didn't know how shit was gonna happen, but you
1: just made it happen. For sure. Oh my goodness, countless times. And it just like I said, like moments that I just was like, what's next? And you know it just it became a situation that felt like there was no end or mm-hmm. like it was never going to get resolved so it would just like the the perfect moment you know it would follow my lap you yeah. know what i mean yeah um and that's like in good faith you know what i mean it's in good faith it's you know just just manifesting and being and being kind to yourself and just being thankful mm-hmm. and when and when it does happen being thankful and reciprocating right you
0: know? yeah that's true yeah the uh another like very very important thing like i always like to let people know and i tell myself this every single day anytime i deal with some shit that it's like you know anytime something doesn't go your way like learn from that like don't take it as a loss take it as a you know a win and like learn from that shit because oh for sure I mean, one thing about life is you know we gotta we gotta understand that we're gonna be students for every day of our lives you know like if we want to do better we're gonna have to learn shit we're gonna you know it's like trial and error and shit about you know our day to day, you know.
1: For sure. Oh yes. Yeah, but Either that it's it. When you said that, it's not it's not a loss. It's a lesson. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, because like, it's yin and yang. It's a balance. You know what I mean? Like that's what, you know yin and yang. You got to see the bright. You got to see the light and the darkness. And then there's always gonna be some darkness in the light. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But it's all a balance.
2: Yeah. It's it's
1: all it's something that I've been saying I, this whole year is every action has a reaction mm-hmm. and how someone reacts has, it has nothing to do with you. You right. know what I mean? So yeah. like every action will always have a reaction no matter what it is. So mm-hmm. how you handle it is all on you.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's very, very true. Yeah. You have control over your shit, you know, like, and even, even with me saying that shit with like, oh, like, you know, every day, you know, she doesn't go with her lessons. Like that's not, yeah. that's not taking away the fact that like, She's like, always going to be, like, you know, positive vibes and shit like that. Like, some days, like, you just literally have to soak it in and just, like, fucking deal, yep. deal with shit. It's, it's okay to have emotion for whatever reaction you want to have. Like, don't discredit, like, your feelings or anything like that. Like, feel what you need to feel, but also know that it's okay to learn from it instead of putting yourself down about it. You know what I mean? Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: But thank you so much, Sarah, for doing this. I'm so excited for people to... So much
1: for having me. This was absolutely great. Um, Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited, um, you know, to be able to be a part of this and be able to share, um, you know, a little bit about myself to the public Mm -hmm. um, and what I do. And just, you know, I hope that it was beneficial to someone in some kind of way.
0: Right, definitely. Yeah, I always like to you know have my listeners just try and like understand just because i have a new guest each episode and like it's everyone is different and in their own ways in general but i always like to have people that are you know following their dreams and having like doing shit that they love to do just so my listeners can understand like yo yo sarah could do it literally anyone could do it and you just have
1: to have the love for wanting to
0: do it and you know You'll be good. That you know? is
1: the fact. I like, yeah, if I can do it, you know, I can't, you know, like I said, I came all the way from, you know, Washington, D.C. I'm a first generation American from, you know, parents that, you know, did their thing, you know, did what they had to do, came over here and like, you know, set set me up for success. And now it's like it's my turn. So I really feel like I have no choice. Yeah. And like, you no, know, you just you just got to just push through. You know mm. what I mean? Like push through. Yeah, for
0: sure. And um, for the listeners, you know, wanting to know more about Sarah, I'll leave your Instagram in the description. And what's your username? Just so people could tune in while they're
1: listening. My name. So it's at Sarah, S-A-R-A-B, as in B. <laughs> <laughs> uh, S-A-R-A-B, S-A-N-T-O-S, Sarah B. santos All right. There you have it, guys. Thank you guys
0: so much for tuning in to today's episode and check out sarah's instagram and i'm sure you're on every are you on twitter as well or i
1: am i'm on twitter as okay well.
0: check her out on all social media let me know what you guys thought of today's episode we are gonna do this again sarah next time i'm in la we're gonna do
1: oh for sure an
0: episode but thank you guys so much for tuning into today's episode and stay tuned for the next one